Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. Well, I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. You better tell me a tale, cause it's the cocktail hour. You people, you people listening. From all over the world, welcome to episode 132 of the Cocktail Hour. It is February 5th, 2022, and I'm 62. How are you guys What did you say? I'm he 60. said February 5th. He forgot the, he forgot the 20, 25th. February 25th. Oh, okay. 23. Hi, hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Hi, it's cold. You fuckers. We are, yeah. We are experiencing some... Uh, bad weather in our little town we're getting we're getting all the water we didn't get last year and when it, it's a beautiful thing though yeah well you know I, I saw some news reporter in in la somewhere you know in the valley and she's like you know this car went over the bridge into the wash and you know then they showed a picture of this river of water you know many feet deep just hammering through there and i'm like goodbye water enjoy your trip to the ocean because we'll never see you again I mean, of course, it's filled with homeless RV tires and urine and stuff like that. But you know, you could you could strain some of that out. Yeah, to water our you, plants. You could surf, surf it, catch a turd, and you're sitting on top of the world. <laughs> you know, or what not. about those homeless those homeless islands in um, you know, like near where the five meets the one ten? Like you're going downtown L.A. and the LA river gets a little wider and a little greener yeah. and, and the hope there's hobo Island where the guys kind of set up. I just wonder how many of them are like, I'm going to ride it out. Go on without me. I'll be fine. And then it's like eight feet deep and he's, you know, his corpse is washed down to Santa Ana, that kind of oh, thing. Boy, I wonder how many people just, yeah, you have to, you can't stay there. You, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you have, I mean, you're underwater you're and, and the water, the remember when I moved to LA, like every time it rained more and mm -hmm. every time it rained, there was, you know, dramatic water rescue. And there's some kid or homeless person or victim of a car crash or something is in the river going down the river and the firemen can't yeah. fish them out. Yeah. They got, they got no, they just got a rope and yeah. another fireman. That's all they had. And uh, you don't, you don't see that at all anymore. I mean, because well, there's not as much water. I guess there's there's no water, and then when it's like this, you know, what news crew yeah. wants to go out and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I still don't get uh, why people get stuck in like these roads or freeways or whatever. I don't know if over here by the airport, you know, that street that you know they got one side of the, you know the the plains yeah. land, right? What is that? I don't know, Vineland, whatever. But anyway, um, it um, there's like six cars that got stranded and i'm like that water just didn't just happen like oh i'm driving and all of a sudden now it's up to my window no people people, people believe stupid yeah people believe that that <laughs> puddle, fast enough <laughs> yeah that puddle is as deep as i think it is my car is awesome and i'm gonna go really fast and you know what's gonna happen i don't have a carburetor it's a new bmw you know that kind of thing so yeah, yeah. i'm just sitting there going you know why it has a <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I just don't. I just you can see you. You know you've probably been on this road before. It's not like I'm. You know, like you're out of towner, right? I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah, why are you on that road? <laughs> you know, Jesus. I mean, just. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, like, well, don't and then you. Yeah. Go ahead. 
And then you're probably thinking, well, I've got that thing everybody's stolen, stealing on my car, those catastrophic converters. I should mm-hmm. be okay. <laughs> yeah. Get it wet and slippery. It'd be less likely to get stolen. Oh, and also don't, you know, rubber floats. So the tires should give me a, a little bit of lift, you know, mm-hmm. dumb people. Wow. You know, I saw something too today. It was, it was sad. You know, there's a, I didn't know there was a mobile home park up in uh, this place, Valencia. And they just, a bunch of them just fell in. They did the, the whole, where they parked their RVs just fell into this down in this ravine, whatever. Really? And they're just gone. Just that's, gone. That's today kind of thing? Yeah. Or yesterday? No, tonight, yesterday, or yesterday. What happened? The the ground gave out from the wet. Just like just like it does, you know, yeah, on a hill. Yeah. yeah, they had pictures of it and the in the blacktop, everything, you know, all the all the water lines, all the power wow. lines, or, or power underneath ground, all gone. Good you heavens. Know? And I don't. I mean, but it didn't look like you would. You would never think. Oh, this is probably a little precarious. I probably didn't. You know, because there was all this land, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's gone. Mm. You know? Wow. I don't know where, um, yikes. I don't know where all this water's supposed to go. Hmm. You know, and here's the thing we know come August, September, well, you gotta, you gotta cut back on your water. We got a drought again. And I'm sitting there going, this is ridiculous. Do you, do you no feel like a blame? No, but do you feel like a fool for not getting the free rain barrels that the city was offering like last month or something? No, because I'm thinking rain no, barrels. What do I need no. with two inches of stagnant water in August, right? Yeah, for so mosquitoes. Had, yeah, you know what? On uh, was it on Thursday? I got up on the roof and cleaned off all the cleaned out all the gutters in, in preparation for this, and it was a it was big, you know, kind of big job. It's a big and, job, yeah. Yeah, and now like the the flow was excellent. Yeah, you know, they just uh <laughs> just flooded flooded the corners of my house really well. What's that medicine you take for your flow? You, you kind flow of, max. There you go. Flow-max. You're the flow max of your house. Yeah. You know, J- just don't put Viagra in your rain gutter because <laughs> it'll be, be on a constant slant and it won't clear. <laughs> it'll just, yeah, it won't clear. It'll be backed up. It'll and need some relief. Of, <laughs> a little bit of slants. antibiotic is okay though. Yeah. Speaking of slants, what? No, last night I was, uh, you know, I was out on the front porch watching it rain and I like, saw my American flag was, I'm like, oh, I got a, I'm a horrible patriot. Let me take this down. So I'm taking it down and, and it's hard to get to. And all of a sudden I hear this. And all of a, and I'm looking. I'm I didn't around, hear I'm, anything. You can hear do, it? He was doing huh? a lightning sound, wouldn't he? Oh. <laughs> like cracking. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can okay, hear that? that coming. Yeah. Right. I think it's just your neighbor. Like teeth. Neighbor across the street. Boom! Big big <gasps> lamb came down right oh. on their on the front of their property, sidewalk into the street, right where they normally park their car. Mm. What, what fell? Like, a tree? The whole limb. limb, the whole trim off a magnolia tree, right? Wow. And it wasn't really, it wasn't that windy, right? I mean, it was windy, but not like that. Luckily, they park. That's where they park their car. They are, I think, they're nurses or whatever, and they do like like twelve hour shifts. So they must have been gone in their shift. They don't even know. I went and checked this, this morning. It's still there, and I don't see their car anywhere. So mm. we went over there, and right when we when it happened, there was a Amazon van that was down the street, and he couldn't get through. So he kind of just four wheeled it over it, and then, you know, me and the missus oh, and, the boy, and the son went over there, and we tried to pull it, and we couldn't. But we could actually break. It was really weird. We could break it, the limb, the limbs off which, with our hands. So I'm like, this thing's dead. It, was it, it the did, wind that did it? It must have been. And then we looked at the where it tra- attached into the trunk, uh, to the the trunk, right? Yeah, yeah. 
it only had about this much. A lot of it, it looks like it had been already starting to decay, but nobody had checked it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it, you, I mean, how do you know? You look at your tree and you're like, eh, should somebody you check told, it? What are they, what are they checking known. it for? You would have known, John, because I looked at it and it is like somebody, like it was like this, right? And then, then somebody had it and then uh, they put like the the black paint over it so it would seal it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you only I, had about maybe a foot of it holding it on, of you know, of a, of a, you know, two and a half foot limb, about a, about maybe a, maybe eight inches was holding it on. Right. Yeah, so yeah. no wonder it fell. You know, it, it, it's a funny sound, though. It was really yeah. a funny sound. Do you, Danny, when you were younger, do you remember like when you cut a branch off a tree or something, you would use pruning paint and spray over the thing to, you know, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had a tree guy out here doing something with tree stuff. And I'm like, should I just be like, there's a, I have a big tree in my backyard and this giant limb fell on my neighbor's house. I mean, it was, you know, 300 feet long, you know, big thing like that. And I'm like, well, do I need to go get a bunch of pruning paint and, you know, spray mm-hmm. over this gap? And they're like, no, nobody uses that anymore. That's terrible. It's like they've decided that you need to just let the tree do its normal stuff. Nobody paints over the, I've heard that Cuts too. anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. There's a lot so, I don't know. That's why yeah, I need a podcast I, like this to instruct me. <laughs> exactly. For you tree lovers out there. Yeah. Put away. <laughs> throw away the pruning paint. Yeah. Use it something. Use it for undercoating on your car. It's the yeah. same kind of stuff. Right. Hey, I was speaking. Mm. I was looking at some, I don't know how I stumbled upon this video. You know how you have pl- old cars, you know, you have the plastic on the outside, like the plastic on the bumper or a plastic bumper. Yeah. I was, you know, I want to try this on my old car. You take a a blowtorch, right? Mm -hmm. And you actually go over it with the blowtorch and it brings it back. It brings it back to its natural dark. Like the, like the black, the black plastic, you know. Why doesn't it melt? I don't know. I I think it it melts just a little bit. Have you ever seen them do that at a, um, like a baseball stadium? They go like to Angel Stadium or somewhere where they got a bunch of red plastic seats and they oxidize over a few years, so they're kind of a light red going towards pink or whatever. There's a guy has got this weird kind of blowtorch thing, and he just, you know, no like kidding. he's painting with fire, and it rejuvenates the red. I mean, really? it doesn't doesn't melt it. It just kind of like does something, and it's red again. I should try I, that oh. with my face wrinkles. Uh, yeah, that's right. Just you know, just <laughs> barbecue them a little bit. Boom. Help. Honey, it didn't work. Hell, my where's, mustache is on fire. Where's Kelly? Oh, he went to blow torch his face. <laughs> That'll be the next thing. Yeah, he looks all great. these all these people have filler and that kind of stuff, and it's like, oh, it's droopy. Well, let's heat it up, and it'll it'll tighten back, and then mush it back into place. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I just torched the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh man, I'm telling you, I I got a feeling about this weather thing. I I was I was telling the missus right. I was saying, listen, I think with the <laughs> With the um, what's it called, climate change? Yeah, that we now here in Southern California, which is where we are, we're going to start having more different kind of seasons. We're still we're going to. I think we're going to in the next five to ten years, we're going to get snowfall closer to us. We're going to get more rain. What? You think you really? Why? Why would it? Why would it change? Wouldn't we just have more severe drought and more severe? week of rain no I, mean, why I think, would, no I think that I think the way the earth's shifting and you got your like I said your climate change and your you know your atmospheric rivers are dipping down you know and now 
It's I had all these all these places like Tennessee, right? Tennessee, in my, I never remember Tennessee getting the kind of storms that they've gotten in the last five to ten years. I don't remember this, and I grew up grew up in the Midwest, and yeah, you know, yeah. t- Tennessee was a nicer place, you know, weather wise. Yeah, they got some cold, and they got a little snow and everything. So I don't ever remember tornadoes. You know, Nashville being in what? tornado alley. Well, I tell you, I think I know the reason why. Uh oh, and, and I'll and I'll share this with our with our listeners. It's so that do country you, music shit. That's why. Do you remember <laughs> when um? when Katrina came and like all these hurricanes hit places and there's these preachers, George, George Bush doesn't like black people. I remember. Yeah. Well, there's these preachers that would say, this is God punishing you for debauchery, abortion, not gay lifestyle. Yeah. Just, you know, whatever you, you deserve this tornado in your community because of that. And like Tennessee, when there's a big flood in Nashville, you don't hear the TV preachers going, well, shit, what did we do? <laughs> no, it's just like, oh, it's a natural disaster. You know, well, the Democrats have uh, kept us from pumping oil and we can't, you know, yeah. whatever. But, you know, yeah, I think it's uh, I think the Lord is punishing people of Tennessee. I mean, of course, he's going to punish California because, I mean, look at us. But, um, we're horrible. you know, yeah, that's. So we're just we're getting flooded out, or we're getting earthquaked, or mudslided, or wildfired. You know, just to just to try to remind people of stuff. But yeah, Nashville. You know, I don't remember. I grew up not too far from there, and it's not my favorite town. But um, I don't remember the Opryland Hotel flooding. <laughs> right? I mean, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. And um, you know, it could be just incredibly poor seawall maintenance, or terrible lack of drainage, or you know. Well, I kind of like the failure. idea. I kind of like the idea, though, that if we're going to go through it, we're going to get this change. You know, here. Mm. Yeah, you want. Yeah. You just want different. Get some different yeah. plant. Well, life. I don't care. I actually like. I mean, I don't like the drought, but I like Southern California weather. The missus, yeah. on the other hand, is loving all this because you know she would love to have four seasons and snow and cold and you know and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the bitter crisp autumn days and all that crap, right? No, I d- I don't ever want it to dip below eighty. <laughs> I'm hoping it gets, I think, I hope it gets I think hotter we, and drier. Screwed plant life. Yeah, exactly. I think California should legislate this and make a fifth season. So we divide the country, we divide the year up into five parts. Oh. And the new fifth season falls, let's say, between <laughs> autumn and winter, and it's called Klukla. Okay. <laughs> and why Happy would Klukla. this be- First day of Klukla, everyone. And, and why Klukla would you is. Do it in, it includes like um, Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday, Oscars, <laughs> yeah. like all the award shows and commercial yeah. events and things like that. Yeah, the, the latest Clue Claw fashion, for instance, oh, at Macy's. Clue yeah. Claw oh. knocked. Yeah, and then you get the flyers the from all the ven- you, you get the vendors from all of yeah, uh, yeah. Target and all that for your Clue Claw shopping. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what? It may be all mood anyway because if what's her face that. Um, marjorie taylor whatever her face is wants to divide the country she's actually she wants to what did she say she wants to not national divorce there you go right because that's going to really work for everybody well i saw i saw i think you know she said we want a national divorce we want the red states to be separate from the blue states and if you move from a god-forsaken blue state into a god-fearing red state you shouldn't be allowed to vote for five years because you can come here and spend your money and stuff but you can't bring your values with you (laughs) And um, somebody I saw online was like, you want a national divorce? That's great. 
everybody has everybody that gets divorced that you have to leave. You got to go somewhere else. Take all your politicians, all your people, all your farmers, you know, all also, your uh, hateful evangelicals. Get the hell out. Go to some island somewhere. There's only 10,000 of you. And if the state of Georgia divorces us, um, they're going to pay us alimony. Yeah. Forever. They're, I mean, they're all broke. All the red states get money from all the blue states. I mean, that's what they know, said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, really? South Carolina. Like, you stop that federal funding, there should be corpses in the street. Yeah. 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 Did she say why she wanted this divorce? I mean, did she really? I think, come she's, out? Used, I think she's used to divorce. I think irreconcilable um, differences. Her, her, her lifestyle is based on divorce. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I was married to her, I would look for a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. That you know it's funny. They never in in the news outlets I get which are not, you know, Fox News and Newsmax and that kind of thing, but they never have a flattering picture of her. They're always like <laughs> You mean the Fox News? Fox News doesn't look No, so I mean I don't I don't I don't know about Fox News, but the like when I see pictures, you know, on the interwebs and it's Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> says and she just always looks like, like this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like she just finished a hard night on Sunset Boulevard, <laughs> you know? You know, um, I don't think I noticed, there is a good picture. I'll look. I noticed, but... I noticed that when I go on CNN.com, any pictures of Trump, they always choose like he just those pictures that he just looks like he just smelled a fart or something, mm. you know, <laughs> but the Democrats, they always have very noble looking off into the distance, you know, yeah, pictures, F- filters and halos on them. You know, whenever I see a picture of Trump, he's just got a giant ass. You know, it's like him always from the back, you know, because he's. He's a big fella and he's wearing like white golf pants and just finishing a golf swing. And he's just got a, you know, or is he ob- obese. Would you say he's obese? Oh, yes. America really? is obese. I think yes. if you have to ask, he is by the, by the technical definition. Yes, he's obese. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I guess, you know, he must have a good heart, you know? Yeah. I, read, I, I think, uh, I think he gets heart transplants from children. He's going to live to 150. Yeah. Evil does that, you know? Um, what else is going on, folks? All right, I have a, I have a thing. Wait, I'm, I'm just looking yeah. to see if there's a Marjorie Taylor Green glamour shot on the internet. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, you know what? the The best picture they can they can get of her, she still doesn't look good. There's a picture of her from her high school yearbook. You know, it was, that that wasn't so bad. She's she's Did had she a, have a mullet. Uh, no, no. Oh. I don't. I don't know how old she is. She could be. She's probably younger than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? But um, I had a I had a thing I wanted to share with you guys, right? So remember how remember how we used to have topics and talk about oh, yes. stuff? So I got a text early this week. Let's see. When was it? On Tuesday, my daughter, Sarah, she's been on the show before. She texted me and she just sent me like one of these little, you know, a photo of some meme or something like that. And it's and this kind of resonated with her. And it said Trying to explain to my parents very gently that basically nobody under 40 right now expects good things to happen ever again. And so I, you know, I called when you her. Say it, like, when you say, yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah. So, you know, it's just basically if you're under 40, uh, no one expects any good thing to happen again. Right. So. I'm like, are you, are you, you know, are you kind of bummed out? Are you looking for, um. I think we should you know, ask some, our, some, our, some our cheers, you know, that kind of thing. Our, yeah. Our, and she our, said, 
or, or go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I think we should ask our resident optimist Kelly on that one. You know, yeah. well, no, I'll get, I'll get to, let me get to the end of it. So I, I'm like, are you, are you bummed out about life? You know, do you need a pep talk? Do you need me to, uh, you know, channel some positive messages, uh, you know, anything like that? Cause you know, I'm fly there. Or... I'm always, I was, I was just there. And she said, no, it's just, it's the big picture. Like, will I be ever be able to afford a house? Because everybody's buying Airbnbs and, and renting them out. Will income inequality ever solve it? Will cops stop shooting black people? She didn't say that, but you know, those kind of things. And, um, you know, the whole, like every, everything kind of sucks in the big picture, you know, CEOs are getting paid 5,000 times more than the regular worker and you can't afford anything. And there's, you know, never ending war and, Mwah, mwah, mwah. So I I wondered, do you guys, you know, for for young people that are maybe in a different uh, uh, you know stage in life, you got any advice? This is the this is the advice show, right? Hmm. You know, what would you what would you tell your twenty five year old kids? Wait fifteen you, years to, you to look say, forward to. Yeah, wait fifteen years say that you say this because we. I was talking at my favorite pub to uh, the waitress there who represents that demographic i'd say she might be 30 at the most mm -hmm. she said no she said i speaking for myself i just think it's all hopeless yeah she said and that's why i'm happy i said you know i, I don't know if she said that but she's a happy person i think it's because she's just given up she's like why why do all these things that so my answer is i don't have an answer but but i just wanted to tell you that yeah your daughter's not alone well, yeah, but you you have any advice rather than just um, think. Go ahead and go ahead and pick out your coffin now. Don't waste your twenties. Don't waste your twenties sulking about about it. You know what? Sh what should you do? Should you run for political office? Not if not if you really think everything's hopeless. No, why why bother? No, you just get some cash well, out of spirit, it. Unless it, unless that unless that spirit moves you. You know, I I don't know. I think that. And again, I think my children feel the same way, you know, one probably more than the other. But um, I do think that the advice I and I do give and I say, listen, I said, if it's hopeless, then what do you got to lose? So try something. Just do something. You're already defeated. So what is it you want to go? You know, here's what's the worst can happen to you. I say to my kid all the time, what's the worst going to happen to you? Right. You fail. It doesn't work out for you. Okay. So you come back and you start all over again, right? That's not a lot. You know, I think the expectations of what you want, right, are not being met. Therefore, everything's hopeless, right? I, and I don't disagree with, you know, all the things you were saying, John, the war and the, you know, the dis, you know, disharmony in, in politics and stuff. But I, I don't, I can't, I, you can't control that. What can I control? I don't want to work this job. I'm going to go get another job. It may be better. Yeah, but I mean, what about what about like I'm I'm 25 years old and I in the near future I would like to buy a home, right? Uh -huh. Then I yeah. laughed. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So you can't. No, 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 you know, no. Unless that's you not true. Unless you become an influencer, no. you can't buy a house in L.A. I disagree. Ah, there you go. See, there, there's the thing. You can't buy a house in L.A. And that's what I say. I said, okay, you want to buy a house? Well, what are you going to do? How bad is it that that house is so important? What are you going to do if you can work two jobs, get a better job, blah blah blah? But there are people that I, I mean, I, shit. That's the you you want to buy a house, you know, within miles of here. You're talking a million bucks. Yeah, you're 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Where, where are you, you going to get? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got to, what you're, 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 make, it, 200 grand it, a year to pay for that. You're not going to change that. That's what I'm saying. But what can you change? Maybe you look at something else. Okay. I don't want to live in Southern California or, well, I don't really want to live in bum. Yeah, know, but what if your job is in Southern California? Yeah. You know what? There's, then you know what? There's other what? jobs or are you going to say, okay, this is the reality in within the context of your reality. You know, what is it you can and cannot do? Right. And I, and okay. I, I'm, I'm, I think asking me is not the best way to do it because I'm a, such an optimist, right? Even, even for them, right? I just say, you know, at some point, and it's kind of what you just brought up about the, this, this person at the, at the, at the bar. If, if you got nothing to lose, then, you know, there's a little bit of freedom in that. Is there not? Is there not a little bit of like ease? You know, you got to pay your bills. You got to eat. Right. But other than that, I, I, yeah, I, you're 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 all rosy about this, and that that's you. I know, and that's okay. But I think as humans, we sort of need uh, a sense of hope that oh, things will will be better. But that generation maybe is not feeling that way. It's like, well, this is it. So fuck all of you, kind of yeah. thing. It so is. that's uh, where do you get where 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 you know. I know this sounds horrible, but where are you going to go? Right. right. Pick out your coffin. Like John said, exactly. Then. It's hopeless it, feeling. Where are you going to go? Uh, you want to go, you want to go live in a, on a, in a suburb of a little town in middle of nowhere in Kansas. Sure. I c- you can afford an apartment there, but you'll be miserable. How do you know? So it's, a, it's a little hopeless, but how do we know? That's my only thing. What do you mean? You're saying you, if we, you move to a little, little nowheresville in the middle of America, you'd be miserable? Possibly. It, it yeah. might be great. It might be great. I, it might be. It'd be not quieter for, uh, than here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I, just because we're not under the age of 40 and feeling hopeless, I feel the same way. Sometimes I'm like, well, what if I just up and move somewhere where there was like a 400 million less people, right? And it didn't have, you know, close to Disneyland or the ocean or whatever. What, 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 how would I survive? What would I do? Right. What, what hope would I find in that? What, what positive would I, you know, and it's not that I'm rosy about it. I just, I think you just gotta be, you gotta be kind of practical about it in some way, you know, that's the thing I think with, with young people, especially, you know, I mean, 40 is kind of, you know, I mean, at 40, you should be figuring some things out, but at 25, you know, what's your frame of reference? Right. You're right. They are they're hopeless because the frame of were... reference is your parents. <laughs> well, no, that our, when we were 25, it was a different world. Right. But also That's true. So I we... mean, my my wife bought her first house by herself when she was 23. And that's kind of out of the question now. Right. It cost 60 grand. But I even I... in that that house today <clears throat> would be impossible for a 23 year old to buy. Am I right? Wherever it was. I don't yeah. Know it was. I mean, a, reg- a normal 23 year old, I guess you could be, you know, rich and your parents buy it for you. But, well, you that's know. not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I, but I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think that depending on, on, you know, where you are, right. It may not, you may not make the salary, but you might be able to fi- afford a, a starter home somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Not maybe maybe not making minimum wage, but making you know somewhat of a little bit better wage, right? I don't know. I I think people do it all the time. All right, I don't. I I I just don't think we don't see it because where we are, right? And I also, John, I I want to ask you know people when 
when did the hopelessness happen? When did that, when did it click for you? Were, were you, when you were 15? Was it when you turned 20? So now you, you know, I mean, I when, did, think... when did the kids get cell phones? That's when it clicked for them. Everything well, was hello. great before that. Yeah. All and right. Got... So if you want to live somewhere cheap, I'm just looking this up online. Uh-oh. You want to, you want to move to Harlingen, Texas, which is near the Rio Grande River in the bottom corner what? of Texas. It's a it's a city of about four hundred twenty three thousand people. The median household income is forty eight thousand, and the median home value is one hundred three thousand dollars. So you can live there. Okay, I'm and, moving there. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's got a picture of a you know an aerial picture of the town. There's like a highway and a strip is there, mall. Yeah. Is there a, is there a st- Starbucks. Is there a Starbucks? <laughs> it's next to the border wall. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's leaning against the yeah, The Starbucks has a window in Mexico. It, it's can, a drive-through window, though. Pay, yeah, so peso or uh, <sighs> Dolores. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I, I see what they're saying, but I just don't. Also, I think that I don't think it's just. Well, uh, let me ask you this: What did your daughter say that's causing this hopelessness? Just I mean, other than in, in their in herself, as opposed to generational. I mean, I think from what I know of your daughter, she's doing okay. You know, she does have yeah, an no, apartment. She's, she's doing she's doing okay personally. It's just the like the big picture. It's the news, all that. And by the way, Harlingen, Texas, has three Starbucks. This is Starbucks. <laughs> well, what is everybody crying about? Let's all fucking go there. <laughs> yeah, they got a, they've got big a, ass babies. They got a Bass Pro Shop. They've got a uh, Peter Piper Pizza, and it's right at the intersection of the two and six. The sixty Highway sixty nine East. I don't know what what that is. What's the closest biggest town? I mean, it's got it's got four hundred thousand people. It is not it is not a small town. It's near four hundred thousand. Yeah, it's near Matamoros, Mexico. That's bigger than our town, right? Yeah, shit. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Four of our towns. So it's um kind of due south of San Antonio. But it's it's right on the it's right on the border, like the little the lowest tip of uh Yeah, Texas. it's probably a fucking great place to live. Okay. Well, that's I'm my gonna, point. So you I'm buy a house a there for $130,000, right? On the beach. Yeah, and you get some federal money when the hurricanes wipe it out and you know. Thanks, see. That's just, the, there you are, John. That's the, you know that, what? That's, that's what that's key. what my kids need. They need to listen to this podcast and go, <laughs> shit. I haven't been thinking about this right. The world is full of opportunities. I can go to Harlingen, Texas yep. and get a get a trailer near the Starbucks uh-huh. and work at Bass Pro Shops. What what else does somebody need? Or you can make con- concessions, say, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work in San Antonio, right? But I'm going to live, you know, I'm going to make this commute, but I'm going to make a bunch I think of money. It'd be a, I think it'd be about a five-hour commute. Oh, well, then forget that. But, I mean, yeah. go find somewhere else. No, you just, live, you just live there and, um, you know, be a celebrity, right? Write a write a book, write a script, be an actor, you know, whatever. Do local commercials. Yeah. Be on the local news. Be the local commercials. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> you know, hey, you need a used car? You know, and did it, if you were, yeah. you know, my daughter speaks Spanish. I would imagine in that town, it's probably pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the grand opening of Dave's Donut Shop down here on Main Street. Bring the kids down for a free honey glaze today. We'll be here all day broadcasting. 
right, I think Kelly, be, I got I got a, I got a be, question. I got a question. I think it would be more one more like this guy. I think it would be like, "Hey, welcome to Dan's <laughs> Auto Shop. Just clawed over that wall and looking to get out of out of Mexico. Come on down. I'll, you know, no money down on on this Fiat. You know, Fiat. <laughs> get you to California in no time. No, they just dig it. They just dig a tunnel, and the mechanics come <laughs> from Mexico. And no, I mean that's the thing. I mean the America is really dumb by not recognizing the the skill of engineering. Mexican people. I mean, we're, you know, all the folks in the South are like, oh, let's build the wall. But, you know, (laughs) if I if I have a chance to work with somebody from Mexico or somebody from the deep South, guess which one I'm picking? (laughs) You know, 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Just the the quality of you're you're right. I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Listen, when 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 them Southern folks were building that wall. Them, 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 other the folks. wall, the wall that you can cut with a Makita battery powered <laughs> angle grinder. Yeah, that wall. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, what, 25, 30 feet below them is a tunnel you can drive a semi full of drugs through. That's the people I want. But, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe you should get the people building the tunnel, making the tunnel, building your wall because they <clears throat> no. seem to be pretty good at. I think, I think to work. solve, here's what I would do. And I, and I probably should go ahead and run for president now because <laughs> yes. who needs an 85 year old in office? But mm. I would say, tear down the wall. Let's have just completely open borders. Yeah. And Mexicans go to, you know, New Mexico, that's easy. Right. And then you go, maybe go a little bit north. Let's see. Uh, if you went to, I don't know, Wyoming, Colorado, the, the, you know, they could, they could probably use some, use some help there. You know, that's a bit of a trap. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, if you think about it, nobody lives there. You know, I mean, Wyoming has like 500,000 people in the whole state or something. I'm, I'm lying, but it's something like that. A lot of folks from Mexico could go into the middle of the United States and there would be no burden on anything. They'd have bigger towns. They'd have better food. You know, mm-hmm. they'd have hope. Hope. <laughs> yeah. That religion would would take off. The Catholic yeah. Church would prosper. Those kind of things. And then our kids could be like, well, shit, you know, I'm going to go to, um, hang on, let me just find a place here, Nayarit in Mexico. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. buy a house right there. It's got internet. There's a, a doctor down the street that, you know, won't rip me off for whatever. And I can get, you know, stitches and fillings in the same place, you know, with the same material, same guy. That's yeah, right. Right. Who had just come from building a tunnel. So he's skilled. <laughs> I want that guy. No, but that's the thing. You know, we are so happened, I, I, I personally like. am so afraid of driving my car, you know, from Los Angeles to Mexico City. But according to the map, there's a highway, right? You know, you should be able to make it. But I'm just like trained to think of the federales are gonna that's be That's what scares me, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're gonna be there's oh, there'll be a stop, and that's where you're supposed to have the Playboys and the Jack Daniels in the back of the car to give to them, you know, that kind of thing. But right. You know, shit. Why, why aren't we? Why aren't we driving on a road trip to Belize? I mean, you I can get there I, from here. I, who knows how long it takes? But uh, it takes a while. You know, here's another thing that happened. What ruined all that was we stopped having cattle drives. Remember, they used to have cattle drives. You used to be, you know, cattle, Danny. I, I don't, don't remember, remember that cattle oh, drive. Oh, you do. That, Come on, was, we were all was, there. Uh, you know, was that was that Gus and. Uh, <laughs> Whatever yes. from Lonesome Dove doing yeah, that. Exactly. You know, you took the cattle from Wyoming and you brought it down to Mexico and then you took it back from Mexico to, you know, every, see, we got to get rid of the wall because if we got rid of the wall, we could have cattle drives. And think of, you know, 
I mean, you're feeding people, you're giving jobs, right? You got, you got somebody's got to clean up all the manure. You got all kinds of opportunities here. Mm -hmm. There's your mm -hmm. hope right there. Cattle drives, right? I'm telling you. Got it. All right. If you wanted to drive from Los Angeles to Belize on the highway with tolls, just to save, save a few hours, 51 hours. To from drive. LA to LA to Belize? LA to Belize. It is a wow. 3,000 mile drive. But it looks it looks fantastic. You just you cut across from L.A. to like San Antonio, and then you just drop down, and you're just driving along the Gulf of Mexico. Until really? that's, all, that's all scary. Yeah, I know, really? but I mean, maybe it's not scary. Maybe it's no, just no. The, there's the Starbucks. There's Starbucks yeah. on the way. You don't have to be scared. I'm sure we'll there have are. I got a friend who goes and lives in Mexico for like half the year. A guy I went to high school with. What does he do? He there? thinks it's great. A bunch of people I, do. I don't think I don't know what he does. Is there. he, he retired? doesn't work or anything? Is he a mule? <laughs> He's got this no. giant crevice in his butt, and he just jams a bunch of fentanyl up there. And so so his, asshole, his asshole ain't going to seal off enough to keep the coke in there. That's right. So, it'll, just, it'll just fall so down his pant leg. He's not airport. a mule. Yeah. Mm, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> dropping he's bags not an of, ass. <laughs> dropping bags of coke everywhere he goes. People know where he's been. <laughs> oh, he's here. here comes Tony. He's coming back from Mexico. <laughs> Plot, uh, plot. Yeah. Uh, there was a there's a lot of place to live in yeah. Mexico. Go ahead. It was a funny, I don't know why I just, well, I thought of this. There was this stand up comic I've never seen before, but he's on Netflix. He had this funny routine about, about, uh, yeah, my wife and I, uh, or my girlfriend and I, we we're going to get a little creative sexually. So, uh, you know, we got one of those uh, butt plugs, right? <laughs> and it was battery operated. So it didn't have a cord, you know, and all this stuff. And, Somehow he ended up, somehow he ended up with it up his ass and it got stuck. This is his story. So he had to go to the ER and, and they're like, you have a what in there? A vibrating butt, cl butt plug, a battery operated one. Damn it. Help me. Right. And they said, okay, come this way. And as he's walking after the triage, right. Every time his right foot goes forward, you can hear the vibrating thing in his ass. He's going. <laughs> see that gives you hope right there you have to be, that, you have to be there that, that gives well, you hope the, what, why do you need <laughs> to go to the doctor I mean, can't you just have um, you know a whole lot of prunes and then in a couple of days it comes out yeah but it's vibrating You how are you going to get it yeah, turn it off what do you think there's an app yeah, well, maybe totally, there are Bluetooth. I totally ones. think there's an app. <laughs> there's, there's, maybe there are not. Bluetooth asshole plugs. <laughs> or a remote. There's got to be a remote somewhere. <laughs> a wired remote. Yeah. Not sticking out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and your partner's got this little remote, and, and, and they're like, more? More? Do you want, do you want more? <laughs> Doctor, I'm having a, ah! <laughs> oh, man. See, See there is this, hope. Is, yeah. this is why the the young folk ought to listen to this podcast, because we take it from fuck hope. You know, let's talk about bug plugs and living in Mexico, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's I mean, that's I, my advice <laughs> to a young person would be, OK, what did you get out of high school? Right. You were told to do all these things. Your parents forced you to do your homework. And, you know, like my kid always said, you know, you get it. You get AP classes, a better job, good college and nicer casket right that's what it all boils down to well why don't you take a step back and say all right you know what i'd like to do i'd like to really you know pursue acting 
because that's a that's a guaranteed way to fame. How would you feel that about that if your kid John wanted to suddenly be an actor? Really? Uh, no, I'm 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 I mean, yeah, I'm I mean you know what? What's no man? I'm serious. What's the downside? You're 25 years old. It's it's you know, so it's, uncertain. I know, but like, look at me. What if I said I want to be an actor, and you guys would go, "Oh shit, you've you've got no chance at all." Right. I mean, you no, you don't know how to act. You're too old to learn how to act. And then you're too old. Nobody wants to see you on camera. You know, that kind of thing. There's yeah. the problem right there. You guys just hit, the, you know, you, you have a dream or a vision or a what if or whatever called. Right. Don't start making obstacles. There's plenty of people to tell you, oh, John, you're too old. Oh, John, you can't act or 25 year old. You can't do that. You know how uncertain that is. And so they're already uncertain. They're already living that dream of like, why? I don't, yeah. you know, so what yeah. the hell's the problem? I mean, well, I, I think if you're 20, yeah, if you're 25, I, yes. I would go back in time and I would like try to be in a band, you know, just for a little while, not, not necessarily to become, you know, Def Leppard or anything back in the day. But when I was 18 or 19 or whatever, that's the time to go play shows in New York city or something like that. And you know, I'm too old now. Nobody like Ken's kids. No, I, yeah. I disagree. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like Ken's kids or maybe playing the, an instrument correctly you know if i if i could go back to 15 i would would have played the guitar more so i would be better i don't know i see i tell i tell myself i would do that but then i don't play the guitar more now now. exactly i mean you kelly you got some guitars laying around are you are you wood shedding you know 20 minutes a day working on uh you know opening licks and scales and that kind of thing no i think lord no I know, but why? What makes you think you, if you went back at in time, fifteen, like, you would do the same? I'm fifteen, you know? I'm nine. You okay, know? I mean, put it this way: uh, I wish I had. I don't know if if I went back to yeah, fifteen, I, would I do? I don't. know. But I wish I had. Wish I had a passion to do that. Yeah, but my see, advice but, to young people today would be: never stick anything up your ass that is battery operated, <laughs> unless it's like a, a barbecue lighter. Just don't do it. Okay. Lighter. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my wife's looking at me like, "What the hell is the matter with you guys?" What kind of <laughs> advice is that? She she's she's walking over, and this jar comes in. Kelly opens a jar and hands open, it back. Open this it's jar. Like, that's like his. Shut the fuck up. You did jar just happen. Can <laughs> opener here. Yeah. And I'm don't stick him, it up your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you could be of some use because what's coming out of your mouth is. Total bullshit. Right? <laughs> so here, right, open right, a jar. Right. This damn Make, jar. Earn your keep. Right. Yikes. Uh, no, I, 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 you know, it's when it's my daughter good. said, you know, sent that, I'm like, you know, things aren't really that bad. If you stayed away from the social media and the news and you're just like, oh, we had a lot of rain today or, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go outside and go for a walk because I can. And there's no, there's no gunfire overhead or I'm going to just go ahead and get a glass of yeah, fresh yeah. water. Because mm-hmm. I got, I mean, shit, things could be terrible. I mean, I think they are other places. Politics yeah. and the government and all that kind of stuff is crappy, but it, maybe it's always been crappy, you know? And you just, it's whether you know about it or not. When we were nine years old, there was a lot less media that we could consume, you know, you, local yeah. news and a newspaper. Shit. Let's go outside and skateboard. You know, that's what you did. Tell me exactly what, what that thing said, the, the headline of it that, that she sent, like people under 40 see no hope or something what was it again trying to explain to my parents very gently that basically nobody under 40 right now expects good things to happen ever again wow i don't think that's true but i think a lot of them yeah think that yeah well i mean you know think about the like all the bad you see like if somebody you know 
somebody does something, you know, on social media, people are like, oh, did you see what, you know, that guy was rescued from the rubble in Turkey. Oh, did you see what he was wearing? Oh, you know, they'll just, yeah. you know, make shit of anything. Right. And did you see what he was wearing? That, that belt did not go with those jeans. That's yeah, yeah exactly right. You know, yeah, and yeah. we're, and we're celebrating guys like George Santos, you know, who's just crazy, but he's a political leader. You know, somebody said George Santos can vote on war, you know, and like, wow, we, we get, you know, right wing hates the left, left wing hates the right. Everybody's, you know, whatever. If you, if you pay attention to that stuff, it's uh it's a little overwhelming. Um, I can see why Trump supporters would be, you know, I don't want to listen to the news. News is all fake. I mean, shit, who wants to listen to the news? None of it's any good. And, you know, if if you really felt strongly about this Supreme Court decision coming up on the you know 13th of March, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't go protest or write a stern letter to, you know. Clarence Thomas and say, I really don't, you, I don't think you should you vote. Can. I mean, you can't, it doesn't mean anything. They don't give yeah, a shit not, about not it. not going to you know? see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. So if you can't influence it, should you pay attention to it? I mean, there are some people that will go into politics to try to make change, but I bet you when they get to, you know, the local city council meeting, they're like, why did I do this? this I think you're right. I think you're right in a way. Like, like you say, if you can't do anything about it, maybe it's better not to know about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the red state evangelical Christians, they're spending, you know, Wednesday nights and Sundays in church and praying and, you know, having that kind of, you know, they're maybe they're blissfully ignorant of how shitty everything is. We've done a real disservice to our children by not forcing them to be robust members of the church. That's what I'm going to change. Mm. My kids go yeah. to church. Which church? I don't care. Any church. Oh, Okay. The Davidian Church, yeah, the, the one they, that, that coffee. free coffee, great yeah. coffee yeah. hour they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. and their Kool Aid mixer is so much fun, mm, yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> a, you know. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm just too much of an optimist, or, or, or too ignorant to, you know, let that stuff factor in or have any influence, you know. But like do you think? Do you think your your optimism and and joyful nature has uh, trickled down to your children? They feel joyful about. Wow, I can't wait to get up. It's Saturday morning. I'm gonna. Mm, depends. I think sometimes yes, sometimes mm -hmm. no. I think. Listen, you you guys hit the nail on the head. It's cell phones. It's I I I can't compete. I cannot compete with twenty four seven, constantly being, you know, uh, you know, optimistic about things when all you all you're getting is all this misinformation, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I and not only that is not true. You know, at least yeah. I think what I do and say is, is truthful. I can say, hey, listen, you know, I had a bad day at work or, you know, or, you know, I'm not really inspired by my work. But, yeah, I am. Today I was or this happened or that happened or, you know, I really hate commuting because, you know, that's in two hours out of my day that I don't I don't feel I'm doing anything. But yet at the same time, I can call my mom. I can call my friends. I can, you know, make, mm -hmm. you know, listen, turn on blues radio and listen to that or something, you know, so. I, I, I don't know if it trickles down. I, I, I mean, I try, you know, I try to, you know, try to be positive. And I would say to your daughter, I'd say, hey, listen, I, I get it. Right. But it goes back to what can I control? Right. And and, it's, and and we can't put ourselves in that spot. That's the other thing, because I, I, don't, I don't know about you. I don't remember being fed a line of bullshit when I was in high school, middle school about how great life was going to be. Right. If I did this and did this. 
it was actually kind of the opposite. It was like, hey, you know, you get what you put into it, you know, you know, taking some responsibility, you know, you, you, you know, get yourself, was, yeah. you know, we I didn't even have it. Line yeah. of shit, I think. You were? What they tell you in Canada? So. Be a farmer. Well, but you well, obviously my parents didn't do it. mainly. They they would tell me things like when I was young, I mean like nine, they would they would, you know, like point out uh young men with long hair and mm-hmm. say, You see that? You see that? He will never be able to get a job because of his hair. And I'm like, oh my God. And it freaked me out, right? And then I see things like you know, like Queen and the Rolling Stones with long hair <laughs> making billions of dollars. So I was a little confused there. Yeah. Yeah, did but you, again, um, but did you always were... have, I mean, when when they were doing that, were you like, um, okay, I oh. guess I'll get a, a short haircut here in high school? Because No, no. By the time high school came, I, th- I, I kind of thought that's a load of bullshit because I was able to get a job with, with the long hair I had. Mm-hmm. So, but I would love to call them on it today and say, why would you, were you telling me that shit? Because Generation, it it's them. generational trauma. And my mom still, still does this. My mom yeah. still does this to me. God, fuck's sake. I'm 62. My mom's 92. And, and she still says, like, if I'll say, I'm, yeah, I'm going to this, uh, this party that my wife's, you know, like a rap party for a show. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, or the producers are having a party. Right. And we're going to go. And my mom will always say, well, you look smart, mister. You know, with a warning like that. I'd say, Mom, I have gone to so many of these fucking things looking smart, like you say, and I still live in a bungalow here. So, yeah, forget it, you know. So this it's just these lies. I, I felt a little bit. I don't um, think I'm, I don't look at them as lies, guys. I don't do that. I think that is what they know, right? And yeah. you also have to say it comes from where it's coming from. They're sitting there and it's coming from their heart. And they want, you know, again, you're their kid. I don't care how I've been 108. They're going to tell you what they feel like. You, they, they want the best for their kid. But also their their perspective is limited. Their experiences are limited. I would, yeah. I, you know, if your mom said that, to you know, you know, I would, you know, I think that's I think that's one of the sweetest things she could possibly say. Thank you so much for you still caring. I'm I'm going to do my best, mom. Right. But that's not a lie. I don't think that's a lie. I just think that, you know, like John says, it's a generational. She believes it. Yes. Yeah. And she. So it's and not again, a lie. Yeah. And also, it's full of hope. Hey, listen, if you dress smartly or you look smart, look what good things could happen to you. You know that that's not the case, but it's yeah. not. She, you know, it would be worse if she said, well, I don't know why you're going to those things. You've been to a bunch of them and I didn't seem to help. See, that would have been negative. That would have been – that's more damaging to me. Wah, than, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know? my, my mom always made sure that I was dressed smart and feeling feeling guilty if I wasn't dressed smart and had a the right haircut and good clothes. And I, I th- there's something to it. I mean, growing up in the South, if you you know, if you don't <laughs> fit in where you're going, they will punish you, right? Even because, if you have have your propeller beanie on? Yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, the whole uh, you guys have heard, like, don't wear white shoes after Labor Day. Right. You know, that that's a that's a rule. That's a rule in the South. Right. Ladies, you don't wear. I mean, guys, too, I guess you don't you don't wear white shoes after Labor Day because, you know, summer's over. That kind of thing. Oh, and that was a and that was a crazy, insane thing that women came up with in order to exclude other women. So, like, you know, it's the day after Labor Day, 
somebody's wearing white shoes, you can go, oh, look at her. She's wearing white shoes. She's Can you she's wear black shoes in the summer? Or is that is that a bad thing? You can, in the evening, you can, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because how many shoes do you have? I mean, that's you the got other all, thing. all the shoes. You you want to coordinate <laughs> the shoes and the bag and the dress and the, you know, there's all these all these rules in the South because everybody fucking hates everybody else. It's the, it's just <laughs> it's the worst. And uh, wow. wow, and the people that live there, they don't they don't know any better. And that's, I'm here to tell you, everybody that lives in the South, get the fuck out. It's terrible there. Come to California. We just had some rain. But um, yeah, or, drops or maybe, over. Yeah, come to California and and meet a person from Mexico. You you'll be less terrified than you are today. Exactly. Right. Because I mean, I will always say like nobody from Mexico in their right mind wants to go to my hometown. Shit, get out of there. The the don't except they don't bad. don't. But they do go right because I think there's the, I think the United States is littered with people from Mexico that have a pretty damn good life. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, they're. Wherever you go, there's somebody, you know, from Latin America, sure. But I mean, right. they're not big communities in the in the mountains of eastern Tennessee and southwestern Virginia because Right, right. But is there work? So, That's the other so, thing. No, there's, there's no, no there's work. No, there's nothing. There's, That's the other thing. There's yeah. um disability checks, <laughs> oxycontin, <laughs> rust, <laughs> Jesus Just selling it and hatred. <laughs> And fry and fried food. You can go Are you cats. reading this from the brochure? I'm right, the brochure that's in my head. <laughs> my hometown, you know, it has a sign over the over State Street, right? So Bristol is uh, on the on the Tennessee Virginia state line, and um, you know the Virginia side's on the north, Tennessee side's on the south, and uh, over State Street is the sign that says Bristol, Virginia, Tennessee, a good place to live, and it lights up at night. It's been there since the '30s. You know, it's a there was a, a train stop there. It was of some importance in the thirties. It is of fucking no importance now. And we just joke about, it's like, it's not a great place to live and it's good. It's a good place to live. You know, you, you could do better, but you, could I you, guess you could do worse. Could you yeah. live there now? Would I live there now? No. Could you? Could I? I mean, yeah, oh, they would, they would keep, let and, me. And keep your sanity. No, no. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I could live there, but it is. It is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe my my feelings about it. I mean, it's got mountains and it's green. It's got lakes and all that. Like if you evaporated the people away, it's, no, it's a beautiful country. But I mean, it's the politics. It's the small nature of what they think about and do. It's the lack of. Um, any kind of lettuce besides iceberg, you know, <laughs> I can't get a decent avocado toast there or a, or a, uh, you know, how is that possible? Even no. arugula on a cracker. I don't yeah, know. You go like we, if we go back home to the sticks for a while, after a few days, you're like, I got to go to the store. I've got to have something besides iceberg lettuce and blue cheese dressing and, um, Salad cheese, which is like you know, just sliced Velveeta. No, it's it's called like wax. Yeah, yeah, salad, salad bar cheese, you know that kind of thing. And so you go to the store, and it's like way in the back in the corner is a little bottle of olive oil, seventy five dollars. And then there'll be a you know maybe at a farmer's market somebody accidentally planted some other lettuce, and you could buy it, and you know that kind of thing. But um, yeah. Wait a minute. You, you don't have an avocado in that town. I, I go to the store. I can't find an avocado. Are you serious? 
Now you probably could find an avocado. I get. I mean, I guess more than one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably could find it, but you know, nobody's buying them. You know. Yeah. What, what, what am I going to do with this? It's got a hard. I can't eat it. The seed in the middle. Like no guacamole, huh? Yeah, no. You might maybe if you go to Cootie Browns, they might have some guacamole. I'm not <laughs> Cooties. sure. Cooties, yeah. Go to Cootie Browns. Cootie Browns. But, I mean, Cootie what, Browns. There's a place called the Blue Circle. I used to walk past it on the way to to and from school, and um, you know, just a '50s kind of uh, drive-in. You know, you pull up in, in the back under a, um, you know, like a Sonic. You know, there's like a the servers can walk up and down the sidewalk, and you're parked there, and you order something that kind of thing. So they, you know, they've just kind of kept it around, but um. We, we were back there and I'm like, hey, let's go get some circle burgers. They're like crystals or, you know, whatever, just little small cheeseburgery kind of things. And um, there was a dude in the car across from us and he had, you know, a dog in the front seat, a kid in the back seat. He weighed all that you can. And he got <laughs> three or four bags worth of food. I mean, I heard him order because I was just fascinated and it was like, oh, you know, I want some chicken tenders and I want three burgers and I want a thing of this and that and, and, and just, you know, and a, and a cookie, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then he just sat there, gave the kid in the back seat the nuggets, and he just sat there and ate the rest of that food just nonstop, just powering it. And I'm like, yeah, this is my hometown. You know, I'm on disability because I eat <laughs> uh, 27 little cheeseburgers for lunch every day, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and there, but you see, can afford a house. Well, yeah, there's you hope could, there. You could you get a trailer pretty easy. I, I think one of the real problems is is the idea of the American dream in my hometown. So you they, you have these rich people, right? Their their family sold land to be coal mines back in the day, so they have a hundred million dollars. Or this guy inherited his dad's you know business that does power equipment or makes fiberglass things or whatever. And like those people are looked up as titans of industry. You know, oh, the so-and-so family, they're really rich. Or these people have money. Or look at the look at the they bought a Mercedes and they live in a house that looks just like the house from Falcon Crest. That's a real thing. Somebody built a a clone of the Falcon Crest house in my town because fuck that's gonna that's gonna weather well. And um I would do so everybody else is myself, like that's, but that's just me. Yeah. Everybody else is like, I want to be just like them. I want to be friends with them. I want to go to the the country club and sit next to them at a table and be like them. But I, I work as a receptionist in a state farm insurance office and make 1150 an hour. You know, it's like that. Those are the two kind of things. And there's not a lot of homeless people in my hometown because they ship them all to LA on the bus. But um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to be depressed, go to a small town, but maybe you could, uh, maybe you could go there and just be a, a, a political radical. I mean, there, there are, you know, people of different lifestyles in my hometown and the, the old folks hate that. Are the people over the age, under the age of 40 hopeless there? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, they are. It's, I mean, so it's not geographical. It's not, you know, so it's just, you know, like going back to your daughter said, it's just worldwide. All, all people. Yeah. Or all people are, are totally bummed out. Yeah, the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and we're all fighting with one another. And people should just have more fun and go outside. That kind of I stuff. Agree. I mean, if we were if we were all camping and not paying attention to the internet and you know cooking some bacon on our um, 
little Coleman stoves and that Ooh. kind of stuff. Yeah, it would be a good it'd be a good time if we were tailgating at a ball game. If we were, you know, drinking beer, sitting on the back porch, watching lightning bugs, things like things would be great. Or yeah, we had a Winnebago, and we just drove around, and did that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then spread our how much and spread our hope to everybody. The that's hope I tour, the hope tour, cocktail hope hour tour. There you Shit. go. That's what that's that's a great way to end this. Stand by, <laughs> America. Here comes the hope tour. <laughs> Brought Here to in you twenty twenty three. We're just going to be full of hope. Brought to you by the cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hope tour. <laughs> We have a little. We have a little school bus with that sign on the side, right? A short bus, yeah. Please, no, want hope? School. No, got hope. That's our yeah. our slogan. Got hope. <laughs> Speaking of, Uh-oh. I'll just leave you guys with this, Danny. I think I remember I told you and your wife about the phobia I've developed that is real. I, it's going to sound funny to you, John, but it is real. I have this phobia. Of, I'm laughing already. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> of checking my blood pressure, right? Like I go into the doctor's office, it's raging. And now it, it, it happens here at home. And I'm trying to get myself out of it because I know it's my head, right? You're not supposed to I, check your blood pressure. That makes I, your blood pressure go up. <laughs> I came across this uh, forum. I Googled this phobia. Oh, wow. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people writing into it with that exact fucking problem. So I feel much better because I'm not alone. I just thought, I, how am I going to explain this? Because I got a cardiologist that just looks at me like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Right. <laughs> and uh, I found this, this forum and everybody identical to what I'm going through. Identical. So I feel much better. So anyway, are you, are you, are you reading this forum more and more? Because then, then maybe there's. Does it help that help you yeah. other than knowing that there's other people, but do they give you like, practical yes, because solutions? I'll, 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 I'll have people saying you like, it, there'll be people in the forum saying your blood pressure was what at the doctor. Okay. Sit down. Mine was 240 the, yesterday at the doctor. So it makes me feel like, okay, mine ain't that fucking bad like that. Yeah. So I'm going to well, beat this damn thing. So here's, here's what I'll tell you, Mike, but Mike. it's real. My experience with blood pressure. So I, I worked with these two Asian guys at the job before I have now. Right? One's Korean, one was Vietnamese. And I only say that because they hung out with each other. And they didn't you know, hang out with a lot of other people. They spoke English fine. It wasn't one of those things. But um, they had blood pressure cuffs at their desk. And they were constantly taking their blood pressure. And this one guy sat next to me, and he didn't like me, and I didn't like him. And he was, uh, what was his name? It was something weird. Two. Fuck off. Two, two was his name. T-U. And I'm like, hey, man, you can't take your blood pressure all the time. And he's like, I, well, I need to take my blood pressure. I need to, I'm worried about my blood pressure. I have to take it all the time. And I'm like, the more you take your blood pressure, the yeah. more shitty it's going to be because you are panicking about yeah. what your blood pressure results are going to be. And so, yeah. you know, you need like somebody to sneak up and take your blood pressure when you're not expecting it. And then, yeah, then but you feel the cuff and then it's not if I give I'm not you kidding. Pro- you, you, not you, if you I give can't... you propofol, you won't. If I just oh, give you okay. a quick, quick <laughs> so you ass your injection, and boom, you're out. <laughs> blood pressure results, joy. You know, but it boils down to that. You're panicking. Your body's yeah. going into your sympathetic yeah. Uh, yeah, nervous system exactly. is, is kicking in because your body as unreasonable it is and your mind is perceiving a threat so your blood pressure has to go up so you can run from the lion that's the way our bodies work yeah you just don't have a lion whether and 
I don't have a lion, but I got something that makes me feel like it. So I'm, it's, it's, I'm tricking myself and it seems to be working. So keep, keep your fingers crossed, everybody. I, you it's know what? Real. Maybe, maybe you need Meth. some real, some real terror. <laughs> like, what? you know, we just, we just take you somewhere really dangerous. Like, you know, somewhere there's a lot of gunfire. Oh, or I'm whatever. starting to feel better already, John. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. And so we just we just say, okay, Kelly, we're just, we're gonna let you out right here. Uh, good luck. We're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna park the car safely about a mile down the road. Your job is to meet us there alive. Oh, yeah. and wait, here's your blood pressure cuff, Kelly. <laughs> we want you to do readings during this. Kelly, we got, a, we got an, autom an automated. I'm out on this. I'm not. Read. I'm not going to be a part of this. <laughs> no thanks. No, and if he if he makes it, you know, <laughs> through Skid Row, <laughs> or you know, where wherever the worst part of most dangerous for Kelly part of L.A. is, and if he makes it, you know, that walk that mile of death, then he's cured. There's you know, like shit. I exposure. I know what you mean. I feel so relieved to have survived with only this wound. You know, one <laughs> one shot got me in the thigh, but I made it the rest of the way. It's gotten oh, so yeah. bad thinking about it. I look at the blood pressure cuff and I feel my blood pressure go up. And I'm not kidding. It's it's totally can I, unreasonable. Can I come over and get the blood pressure cuff from you? Why? Because uh, I'm going to bring it back home and put it in a drawer. So you fucking <laughs> stop looking at it. I mean, how about that? What about that for a solution? I you know no, I used then to he's be gonna worried know, about this blood pressure gone. cuff, but now I don't have one. Huh. Yes, but no, but I I see what you're saying, Kelly. I I I I cannot, I can't relate because it's never, you know. You've never had something you can't control in your head. I think a little bit, but I I yeah. mean, but not to that extreme. Not like this, yeah. Right. That's what Jesus is for. Well, hey, don't laugh. But I think a no, lot that's of people. That's why I say no, that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what people do. But I'm glad that you found the forum because yes, yeah, okay. So it's that's a huge, a huge difference. My readings oh, are step. better already. Right. My readings are better already. Because how often, know, how many times a day do you do your blood pressure? Just once. Every day. Once, one session, three times. Because the first rating is always high, no, even, no matter how I'm feeling. Not high, high, but sometimes high, high. So you do it three times. And by the time you get to the third one or the fourth reading, it's, it's, it normalizes. Is it, if it, I'm, are you, if I'm are you over good. like 250? 250 over no. 125? God, no. What, are, what, kind, what, of, what kind of numbers are you getting? When it's high? Wait, just a number you don't like. What is that? 163? I, yeah. I don't understand. I don't, I don't even know what it is. I, I think I've had my blood pressure taken once this year, right, at the doctor. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know? I just don't, I just start, you know, I don't, I don't the only know thing I is. remember is the TV don't talk show, to me then. the TV show emergency 51. You remember that? The, oh, yeah. The, yeah. There, it was always uh 120 over 80. That's what they said in the TV show. So that's the, yeah. that's the number I think it always should be. Whatever. Yeah. But, but I, man, normal, my mom keeps telling me, stop fucking worrying about it. She said it used to be 140 was normal. And then the drug companies kicked in. It was, it's been, it was all over the New York Times. They were investigating this. The drug companies came in and said, oh, we should lower normal to 120. And they did. The FDA went, okay. And so you get more people on these drugs. I don't think I need the drugs. Everyone have a fabulous week. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and don't do your blood pressure, folks. Just And have it. hope. Yeah. Join us on the Hope Shorts. Ignore everything except um, <laughs> Cocktail Hour, because we're really the only people you can trust. Kelly, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
There it is. Yikes. 190. <laughs> One, over 190 over 287. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good All night, right. sweet See prince. Ya. See ya. Thanks, later. everybody. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale. It's the cocktail hour. I said, tell me.